When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, we're just, we're, just, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. Hold on. Hold on. Just Alex! Hey, buddy. Oh, man. You, God. you wanted to see I, me? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. The last match. Oh, man. Come on. Greatest match of all time. Am I right, man? Such a great time. Um, Like, I, I'm so glad that we, we get to play again. It's so cool, man. Like, I've been a fan of yours for so long. I've been... Ever since the, the, the Star Wars Division debuted in Orlando, I was like, oh, man, you got to get Alex Damon in here. Nobody would take on Alex Damon, man. He's so good. Is that why right. you called? Do you want an autograph or something? No, man. I just want to say, like, get hyped, man. This is going to be fun again. We're, we get to play each other again. It's for the title again. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Come on. It used to be fun. It was fun. Yeah, winning is fun, Drew. Hunter. Losing I'm, is not fun. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that, man. I, I'm, I feel that, you know, I, I know you're, you're not happy now. I think I, is that I feel like it's my fault. I'm sorry if you feel that way, but... You know, this is trivia. It's fun. It's Star Wars. Hey, it's, it's, I mean, it's not all your fault. It's it's kind of Bly's fault too. But like, just we we've made our peace. I mean, it's not like you forgot his name, man. You knew his name. Let's 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 like like you said, man. Let's get it up to sixty this time, like triple overtime. It's gonna be fun, Hunter. I'm disappointed in you, frankly. Like, like I don't I don't want to play you as a big softy. Where's where's the edge? Where's where's I, the man? I was, that that was that, that was that, that was years ago, man. Like last was, year, I was, part, I was rolling with a, with a like a, an angry faction getting in my head. I'm I'm playing loose, man. I'm fun. But, I'm having fun again. But how does this make you feel? Little anger, little anger. Eighty-eight. Remember him? No, no. Oh, I mean, I put that in behind me. You know, I've I I put him in the memory bank. You know, you, you know, you like you do, man. You you miss a question, you put it in the back of your head. Yeah, that's true. Look, I mean. I mean, look, man. Uh, I know, like, like I'm not, I'm not gonna loosen you up. I mean, you're real angry now. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll see you at the match. Uh, have fun. Well, I'll see you later, man. Okay. Don't you hang up on? But don't you? You called me here. Don't you leave? I miss you, Belt. I miss you. Everybody, welcome back to another movie trivia schmodown pay-per-view. What an event it is going to be tonight. I'm Christian Harloff, joined as always by Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Mark, what a main event we have here tonight. The first match for the Star Wars Championship between Dimalanta and Damon was one of these matches that everybody was talking about and everybody still is talking about and the rematch it wasn't one of these things like oh yeah it'll probably it was somebody got lucky the first time and it'll probably be a blowout this time Uh uh-uh that doesn't happen in the star wars division anymore this is going to be a slobber knocker of a main event tonight between damon and dimolanta how you feeling there partner 
that most memorable score of 51-50. And while that might not be the case tonight, I'm sure a lot of fans are going to be watching it and screaming for unlawful carnal knowledge because they're looking to bring balance to the force once again and see if Damon can reclaim what was once his for so long after so many title defenses or if Andrew the Hunter Demolanta, as now the Hunted, can continue to have that belt in his charge. It is going to be an epic Star Wars match for the ages, as we've come to expect in that division. Every point so, so crucial. That's coming up in just a little bit. But in the meantime, we have an undercard that's going to showcase two of the best rookies that we've seen in a long time. Well, the rookies have really been making a statement. And what has happened in the free agency was the auditions. It was what kind of people would we find that, that, that were going to be part of this thing? Which new rookies? We knew from seasons past, Mark, the people that we knew from our from our space or friends of friends. of The new generation of players are people who have, and you've said this many times, are these players that have been watching the game, who understood the game, who knew it, and you see and they understand the personality of it, and none could, it couldn't be more true with the two competitors that are going up against each other tonight. You've got PG Peggy Gubbins, who just won the hearts and minds of everybody when she came out in, in, in her debut and obviously her road to get here and finally getting here and winning her first match and fighting back uh, for a match against um, Paige for Betty. And it was just such a you listen to the after shows afterwards and talk, they talked about how much she's a fan favorite already. She's played one match and then you get this other character that she's playing up against. And when I say character, I don't know if there's a definition of uh, 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 more so than Rick the Rager Raddus. And he's perfectly fit on these delinquents of the Finstock Exchange. Yeah, I hear the name Rick the Rager Raddus, and I think, when is his A&E Wrestling Legends biography series airing? But it is, in fact, him. Windy City of Chicago, very well. I'm from the South, so we pronounce that Detroit. But she is a Chicagoan, and she's a big fan of winning sports teams, and she's looking to become a winning franchise herself. Let's not let that first Damon DeMolanta match overshadow all the other match of the year contenders. Right up there with them, I would put for Betty Gubbins, and we get another gem here tonight in this pay-per-view event. Well, we're about to find out, and we're also about to find out exactly how we got right here, right now. Speaking of the family four. <gasps> oh. Oh, no. There is a little bit in me that wants to uh, right a wrong that has happened. Rachel. Oh. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a pay-per-view live event, and I feel like shutting the rage of the hell up. It's so great to see you again! See, ever since my debut match, my debut victory, it seems like Schmodown has caught the rage of fever. Don't you dig it, daddy? Did you guys ever notice how you can almost smell the rager through the screen? It's almost like patchouli-level bad. What a fight it was, scrapping back the Boston Badass and PG. I think a new rivalry was born here today. I really wanted to win it for Mike. I wanted to win it for my older brother. I did it. I got the win for him. Now I'm playing for me. PG, please give me a break. This is live action. This is pay-per-view. We're getting nasty, Daddy. This is rated R. Triple R. It's not going to distract me today because the mission remains the same bringing points home to the faction. And Rager, you may have gotten lucky against my girl, Christy V. You will have no such luck while playing me, sir. See, I know this is the moment she's been waiting for. She's at the Schmodown. She's at the big leagues. She's playing live. Very few get this opportunity that you do to face me on the big stage to see what it's like to beat the field, Triple R, to feel the Finstock TKO. This is where it gets real for you. This is where the momentum of the Finstock Exchange comes to a screeching halt. Are you guys ready to throw down? No, I'm serious. Come here. Are you guys ready to throw down? And we're gonna do it, Daddy O. Two and no. Let's go. Steal the show. Are y'all suckers ready to rage? 
I'm born ready, baby. As you see, I mean, Ranger has been going after PG afterwards, saying, oh, okay, you're PG, but I'm R. I'm Rick the Ranger Radis. I'm Triple R. And they and Peggy's Peggy's not backing down at all. Peggy's going right after him. Peggy's going right after the exchange. Kate's going after the exchange. Dagnino's going after Kate. This is exactly what we thought it would be because this is a big match for not only uh, this is a big match for the den these two points would be really good for them and this is another statement match for the exchange they've gotten all these rookies they keep on winning you look at what rushmore has done uh you look at what uh, uh you know their their rookies in general have done so this is a big match for both of them what's going to happen who's going to go two and oh we're about to find out we certainly are. It's been an exciting claim to watch all these verbal victories take place with four wordsmiths in this first match. And then we're blasting off to a galaxy far, far away. But it's not about the past. It's about who will be the future holder of that belt. It feels like we're in Groundhog Day, my man, because once again, two pay-per-view matches. Then I got to take off for the world-famous comedy store, this time in La Jolla, not in Hollywood. But I think I can hang. We'll see how many overtimes these two matches want to push us. You're not going to want to leave. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Three rounds in the singles division. Introducing first. Representing the dead with a record of one win. No defeats. She is PG Peggy Gubbins. Peggy Gubbins, PG. As I mentioned, Peggy, when you debuted, I obviously you got those butterflies out. Tell me about the reaction. The fans really seemed to get behind you, encourage you. What was the reaction like after that first match with Paige? The reaction was great. The the outpouring of love from the after shows and just messages from fans around the league in general was fantastic. And you know what? Nerves are gone today, baby. Rager, look out, bud. I'm coming. Yeah, it's been fascinating to watch this back and forth that you and Triple R have because, like Christian said in our pre-show warm-up, you're not backing down from anyone. What is it about maybe that first win you got or just knowing the league as well as you do first as a fan and now as a competitor that makes you somewhat fearless? I think now that I got the jitters of that first match out of the way and the emotions of that one, under my belt i think i'm gonna be fine on this one and rager you're gonna yap your mouth the entire time you know what that just makes me think you're scared well tell me about that with rager he has been talking a lot leading up to this match and this last past week he's been tweeting at you he's been saying some things i mean mm -hmm. I know that he, he crashed uh he crashed uh, you a training session that you they thought him and he was he's been goading you it doesn't seem like he's been bothering you but i will ask you this I know that you guys are on opposite factions, but the Fan League 4, you guys do have this tight bond. Was the fact that he beat your friend, Christy B, is that a little bit of an inspiration here as well? Yeah, I'm going to want to avenge my girl. I mean, I know she's not part of the den, but if I can bring home points to the den and avenge one of my friends at the same time, I don't, can't ask for more than that. All right, well, I will say good luck to you, PG. We'll see you in just a moment. All right. And her opponent, representing the Finstock Exchange, with a record of one win, no defeats, and one knockout, he is Rick the Ranger. Today, you booked a match for Rick and Ricky Rage on a spy day? You kidding me? What I got going on here? You gotta bring me out. First, you put my face on the free for all poster and forget to send me an invite. Now, you gotta book a match on a spy day? 
Unreal. I'll play. Fine. I got it. We'll play. Let's do this. What's going? What do, what do you have on your head? What is that? What are you doing? It, self-care is a huge part of the Raiders regiment. All right. You, you think I just get out of bed and I'm ready to play the way that I do? No, there's an ethos to this. There's a method to this. And I am getting centered. I am charging up my chakras. And you come in here in the Rager space and you're going to interrupt my process. <sighs> but it's fine. I'm a pro. All right. All right. I'm undefeated. I'm ready to yeah. do this. Okay. I do agree with your skincare regimen, shockingly. Uh, we may not see eye to eye on the management tactics of your trainer, Coach uh, Gucci. Can you just enlighten us as to how Gucci has fueled your fire, whether it's from a competitive standpoint, it's a game strategy standpoint, or it's just talking trash to whoever is across the desk from you? I think it's all of the above. Look, it's been said many times, and I'm inclined to agree, there is no better home for the Rager and the Schmodown than the Finstock Exchange. Gucci gets me on a spiritual tantric level. We feed into each other's energy. He gets me ready for this game, and he sees the absolute best in me. And I appreciate him, and I'm sick of everybody dumping on the greatest visionary that this league's ever seen. We're ready to go, man. I, I, I can never ask for somebody better in my life. Well, I will say before we bring in your opponent here, I, I, you have been going after PG, and I will say that the mother den on Twitter called you a sloppy animal. Do you have a uh, do you have a response to her calling you a, a sloppy animal? Sloppy animal, please. Look, we talked a lot of trash to each other. All right, you know it. It feels like it's personal, but it, you know I, I think this is actually a great fairly booked match. When you look at me and you look at Peggy Gubbins, we got a lot of things in common. You might not think so, but we're both rookies. People love to watch us play, and we both scored zero points in the free-for-all this season. So I think we're good to go. Shots fired. Shots fired. All right. So thank you to the Rager, and now we're going to bring it to PJ. Just keep yapping that mouth, Rick. You got it. You got it. I'm gonna, And let me see. I'm glad you brought your mother in here. She's going to need all the parental guidance you can get, PG. We're going live action rated R tonight. All right. Well, here we go. We've been, we 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 expected nothing less from both the Rager and PG and Mark. Our competitors have entered the virtual battlefield. Three rounds. What are the rules for round number one? The rules of each and every round is that it's rated G. And in round number one, there are eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia, schmodown, and know-how. Each question is worth one point. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, tomfoolery, or thievery in round number one. Anyway. As soon as we ask the question, you have about 15 seconds to get that correct answer from the back of your head onto whatever writing surface you prefer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. Our minute competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Not sure you heard a question right. You want to buy yourself another 15 seconds? Use a JTE rule, which is our language for repeat. You also each have one challenge. You may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. You think something's fishy, you can bring in your manager. We will delineate and deliberate to their heart's content. Then we will make the ruling if said challenge is confirmed and ratified. Christian, it's all over but the shouting. Or actually, no, the shouting's over and now we actually get to play movie trivia. Well, we've got a little more shouting to go in just a moment here, but I will start and ask, Rager, are you ready? Rager is ready, Daddy-O. 2-0, let's go. PG, are you ready? That 2 and all will be nicer behind my name. Let's do it. Then let's get ready to schmodown. Round number one. Question number one. And we start with movie quotes. In what 2007 comedy featuring Seth Rogen will you hear the line, life doesn't care about your vision. You just got to roll with it. So we're one question in here, Mark. Yes, we are, Christian. Astute observation. It's it's over. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start with the Rager. But I am knocked up. Yes, sir. And PG. Uh, Didn't get it. I went with this is the end. All right. So the Rager goes up one nothing as we get to question uh, two. And most of these are PG-rated. It is family films. And here we go. Jack Black, Jack Black as well, Emily Blunt, Jason Segel, and Amanda Peet all appear in this 2010 comedic family film from director Rob Letterman based on a novel by Jonathan Swift. 
So this is Jack the Hack, the great yeah, actor. Gonna, I wasn't going to say anything about it. Jack the Hack. Been a long week. And Jack Black. Both. Five. Own four. You did. Talking hard. Two. One. Pens down. Hands up. And this time we start with PG. Gulliver's Travels. Yes, ma'am. And Rager. I believe she passed on the role of Black Widow for this. Good job, Emily. Gulliver's Travels. Yes. All right. So Rager keeping his lead there. 2-1. Peggy on the board. And we get to question three. We're going sports movies. Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone star in which 2018 boxing film from director Stephen Capel Jr.? Speaking of sports, Christian, you're a uh, New York Knicks looking feisty. Don't jinx it. Don't do that. I'll knock on wood for you. Don't do that. Five. Here, I'll let people see. Four. Thank you so much. Three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And this time we're going to start with uh, Triple R. Creed 2. Yes. And Peggy. Creed 2. 3 2. Rager with the lead. And we get to question four. Three tours we call it my household, the greatest film of all time. Your next question is in the world of action adventure flicks, and it is. Sean Connery starred in The Presidio in 1988, which took place in San Francisco. He returned to the Golden Gate City in 1996 for what action film directed by Michael Bay? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to get mm-hmm. mad at you because I was waiting for Sean Connery, but you, you kind of did it. I just leaned into the growl a little bit, but I wasn't trying to go Scottish with it. No, no. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Peggy. Losers always whine about their best. The Rock. Nice. And Rager. The Rock. Four, three. Toe to toe. They are going as we get to question five. We're going to go with comic book movies. Which actor? Played the role of Peter Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man. What did you say? The Rock? Uh, a contender for the best action film of the 90s, right? Absolutely. Couldn't get Point it. break, probably number one. I got to watch it again. But yes, five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, and we're going to start with the Rager. Andrew Garfield. Yes, and Peggy. Andrew Garfield. Five, four, and our next question. This is question six. And it's in the world of comedies. <laughs> if I hear that later tonight, I'm just going to quit. Your question. <laughs> which actress plays the role of Veronica Corningstone in Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy? You were referring to comedy when you said you would figure that later tonight, right? <laughs> I might just quit the whole thing. I I just moved back to Virginia. I'm just going to move back to Philly. Who's that? Five, four, three. Steve Simone. Two, one. Hands down. Hands up, please. And we're going to start this time with PG. Christina Applegate. Yes, and the Rager. Yeah, she's pretty nice. Uh, Christina Applegate. Six, five. Rager giving a compliment to somebody. That's rare. All right, here is the next question. We're going to go with animated this time. Mandy Moore and Zachary Levi lent their voices to this 2010 Walt Disney animated film. And other than that one early toast up by PG, it's been a perfect round for both competitors, Christian. And five, four, three, two, one. Hands down, hands up, please. And we're going to start with the Rager. Nah, didn't pull it. Ain't there. Didn't have it. All right. And for Peggy to tie the game. Tangled. Tie game. Peggy tying it up. And we get to the next question here. Final question in round number one. Mark. And that's in the category of Westerns. And that primal scream you heard is John Rocha. Your query is, who plays the role of William H. Bonney, also known as Billy the Kid, in both Young Guns and Young Guns 2? So that might be an announcer's curse situation I just had, Christian. I said perfect. Radis misses. It's tied. Oh, it's tied. This is a big one here for the yeah. five. It also shows you that age four, three does pay a factor. Two, one, pens down, hands up, please. And we're going to start here with Peggy. Mark's going to be so disappointed me. I've never seen it. Is it Emilio Estevez? You're not going to be too disappointed. You got it right. Yes. And, and for the Rager. 
Oh, you mean to tell me it's not John Wayne? Oh, my bad. Wow. So what a round there. Peggy taking the lead here. Seven six. You talk about you talk about you and I. Look, I know. Listen, this is, we're getting older, partner. We're getting older. The movies to us that, that we're getting older. So that's not is, me. I'm in my prime for the youngins. And it is seven six. Gubbins going up by one. It is seven six with a one point lead for PG over Triple R. All right, we're going to get to round number two. It is the wheel round. What are the rules? Yeah, after I send each competitor to their room to do some movie watching, we go to round two, the wheel round of fate, doom, and ultimately justice. Each competitor gets to spin at that thar wheel. Four questions are lurking for you once you settle on a particular realm. Each question is worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question, but stealing is available in this round. And so if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we're told is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question does go down to one. JTE rules and challenges still apply. And Christian, let's finish the game with, it's going to be PG who has the option to spin first or defer to her opponent. What sounds good, Peggy? I would say age before beauty, but I'm prettier than him too. So let's keep this rolling. I'll go first. Are we having fun yet? Are we having fun yet? <laughs> Peggy! Much, much more fun than the is, first one. This is you! This is who you should be! Look at you! Dominated that! Shook off the nerves after the first. I love that Mark called it a toe stub. I mean, this is really, I'll tell you what, in the great in the words of the great Christian Harlow, this is gonna be a real slobber knocker. That's great, Mark. So this is what I'll say, Peggy. This is I, I love how we're feeling good. I love that you're having fun. I love how easy you're taking it. You are just, you are right where we want it. This guy's not going away. If this if this match was over, it would be over and it's not. So we have to dig deep here, make smart decisions about the wheel yep. and and just keep keep this momentum going. I love that you wanted to spin first. That was a fantastic decision because like, let's keep this. This is a vibe. Is that what the kids say? By the way, how exciting we got we got to go to a kabuki show for free, huh? So nice, very exciting. All right, we'll we'll uh, you ready to spin, honey? Let's roll. Let's roll. All right, here's a spin by PG. Real slobber knocker. Round and round it goes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! And what is it? And we're gonna land on Sean Connery. Hey, thank you, Mark. Sixty. What do you think, Pegs? We know th- we know there's something worse out there. There is. So we know we could land on that, right? Yes. Odds aren't necessarily going that way, but uh, what do you think? Well, where do you like your odds on this? This is one of those ones where I'm comfortable sticking with it. Yeah. I feel like this is something everyone says. I'm comfortable sticking with it, but there's other stuff that I'm more comfortable on the wheel. I kind of think I want to roll the dice and spin again. I support what are you thinking? it. Okay. I support it. I support you. All right. Go with your vibe, sister. PG spinning again, and now whatever she gets, she's got to keep here, and she is spinning away from Sean Connery. And Mayor's choice is still working out there. Does, but it's going to be away from it this time because oh, just missing it and landing okay. in the comedy. Great. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. All right. So we're going to get four questions now to PG in the realm of comedies. All right, PG. Here you go. Who played Ben Healy, who is the adoptive father of Junior in 1990's Problem Child? That'd be John Ritter. That'd be correct. Two points. All right. Next question, Peggy. In Spaceballs, what is the name of the ruler of planet Spaceball played by Mel Brooks? President Scrooge. Two more points. Peggy. And here is the next question. In Kicking and Screaming, which actor plays Will Ferrell's father, Buck Weston? Uh, who's resisting the urge to do it in Family Guy voice? Robert Duvall. Two more points. Look at Peggy cleaning up in comedy mm-hmm. thus far. And here is your final question. Marissa Tomei plays Kate Tafferty, an English teacher who Steve Carell's character has a fling with in which movie? One of my all-time favorites. That would be Crazy Stupid Love. Not even blinking. Wow. Not even blinking. Peggy Gubbins, 15 points to Rick the Rager Radis' six 
What a round by PG. <laughs> Listen, you know, <clears throat> a lot of people laugh at us because we're not normal. But we laugh at them because they are. Now, look, she had a nice round there. Whatever. No big deal. Let's chop it back. We know we're better. We know what we can do here. You got all your JTEs. Think these out properly. Let's see what we spin on. Take it from there. Let's get something nice and let's get something nasty. Let's spin it. that let's son of a gun. All right, here we go. Here is the spin. And whatever the rager gets. Right. Let's get something. And here is. Ooh. Yes, sir. You got very lucky. Very lucky. I'm assuming 60 seconds here to decide if you want to stay here. Well, Rager. I mean, you know. I think uh, you know that's not our favorite category, but it's it sits in our wheelhouse. I think it's a I think it's a stay. If uh, you know, I you know the, the thing with the rager is, and this has always been true, you could do better, but you could do a lot worse. So let's go that's ahead right. and keep it and play it. Yes, we steal from the rich and give to ourselves. Will you stay on the category that you gave Christy V? I'm shocked. Shocked, I say. I thought she could, she'd do good. I'll try to do better. All right. Here we go. So now the Rager is going to... Rager's going to get some questions here. Four questions. Four questions in the realm of horror. All right, Mark. Horror movies. Sometimes they are rated R. You never know. Here we go for two points, Mr. Raddus. Which actor plays the role of Jigsaw slash John Kramer in the Saw franchise? That would be Tobin Bell. That's a good Sean Connery impression for two points. All right, there's question two. Your next one for two more points. In the film 28 Days Later, the highly contagious and rage-inducing virus is unleashed upon Great Britain after a group of animal activists free what animal? Monkeys. We will accept monkeys. That is correct. Two more points. And now, looking to make a mark of his own in round number two, Radis's penultimate horror movie question. In which 2017 horror movie do the characters try to ward off a mysterious figure by repeating, don't think it, don't say it? That would be, don't think it, don't say it. I'm going to say it. The bye-bye man. Uh, it's a risk when you do it, but it's paying off so far in this round as now. That lead from PG has been shrunk to just three, and Radis can cut it to one going into round number three if he hits this last question in horror movies. What film, based on a Stephen King novel, features performances by Nancy Allen, Piper Laurie, and John Travolta? Go ahead and list them out for me. Multiple choice. Your multiple choice options for one point. Is it A, Christine, B, Carrie, C, Cujo, or D, Pet Cemetery? Can I get the choices one more time? You certainly can. Free of a repeat. Is it A, Christine, B, Carrie, C, Cujo, or D, Pet Cemetery? Christine. That is incorrect. And so for a one-point steal, Peggy, I'm going to repeat the question and your options. What movie, based on a Stephen King novel, features performances by Nancy Allen, Piper Laurie, and John Travolta? Is it A, Christine, B, Carrie, C, Cujo, or D, Pet Cemetery? I'm going to guess D, Pet Cemetery. That's also incorrect. We were looking for B, Carrie. Ah, yeah. Carrie. Carrie is the answer. So going I into number three, Gubbins is up by three points here. Going into round number three, the Rager needs to catch up here. And Mark, what are the rules around number three? He'll have plenty of opportunity to do so because 10 possible points are available for each competitor in round three. Here's how it works. We need a series of numbers from each competitor. These numbers may range from 1 to 20. We need three in total from each of you. You may not pick the same numerals as your opponent. 
because each integer corresponds to a different corner of movie trivia schmodown mystery. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your final question, should we make it that far, is worth five gigantic Patreon $10 tier worthy points. And it is. PG, Peggy Gubbins with a three-point lead, as Christian intimated. So, Peggy, you have the right to give us your three lucky numbers first. From one to 20, what three numerals feel fortunate? Let's go with 18, 7, and 11. 18, 7, and 11 for PG and for Triple R. Let's go 8. Let's go 10. Let's go 5. 60 seconds, Kate. Sorry now. Don't worry, Peggy. I know that you were excited you got a perfect round and that he got a perfect round on his own wheel slice. Wait a minute. I don't have to read that because he didn't. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you wish, feel that? That's momentum. I, w- I wish I would have gotten that steal, but. Uh, you know what? You guess what? That happened a minute ago. I don't care about yeah, what happened yeah. a minute ago. I, ha- I care about the next six minutes ahead of you. Mm. This is the, here's what everybody's going to be talking about. Right now, as of right now, you are playing the better match. It does not mean you win it. We have to dig deep. You have three, you have all three JTEs here. Take your time. I loved seeing you exhale before you gave those answers. You knew them, but it just stopped you from saying the wrong thing or say, you know, you're just making sure you hear it. Listen for years, right? That's, that will be a lot of, a lot of the key. You are doing amazing. This is the game of your life so far, sister. So far, so far. Mine is on whales lies. Anyway, you got this. You, of course, you do. You sure do have it. It's a slobber knocker. Time. Look, all right. Six we got it. Like I, like I tell everybody, that's down. Get them to their five. Push her to her five, and then anything can happen. It's a three-point lead. It's not insurmountable. It's nothing you've uh, not seen before in scrimmages and everything else. And you come back and always win, you know, because that's what the Finstock Exchange does. They win. Look, she's playing a pretty good game, you know, but who cares? Let's We've finish her off. We've seen pretty good games before. We've seen pretty yeah, good of course. games before. Let's just take five here. You got all your JTs. You're ready to roll. I mean, look, that was a tough one. Uh, deep cut horror. No worries. Let's sit back and get this. Let's wrap this up. I got to get this thing off my face in like that five. Five minutes. Let's get this wrapped up. Get her to the five. All right. So here we go. Now we're going to get rid of Dagnino. All right. So we are now going to start here, Mark, with the Ranger, who's going to try to avoid the TKO with his two points. He starts with his two. He's got to hit his two and his three in order to avoid TKO. All right, here you go. The Ranger selected number eight for his two-point question, and Steve Young's number corresponds to romance movies. And your question for two points to cut the lead to one. In what film? Does a mute woman fall in love with an amphibious creature that is being held in captivity? The Shape of Water. Oscar-winning film is correct, and it is now just a one-point game. And if Radis hits this incoming three-point question, it'll go back to Peggy, and he will have avoided the technical knockout. That's right. He needs to hit this question here. He needs the three-pointer in order. He still has an opportunity to avoid it with his five, obviously, but he is going to answer this three-point mark. He is, and he selected category 10. And that corresponds, oddly enough, to the 10s, as in the 2010s. Movies released during that decade. And your question for three points. What Academy Award-winning actor plays the lead role of Joe and the psychological thriller You Were Never Really Here, written and directed by Lynn Ramsey. Joaquin Phoenix. We have a new leader atop the board, and it is Triple R. He's avoided the TKO, and now Peggy Govins has to answer her two-pointer to tie. That's right. She has an opportunity here to tie Mark. She chose category 18. That's going to take her to John Roca land with Westerns. Yes, it is. Right back into the world of cowpokes. Here we go in the category of Westerns for two points. Your question. In the film The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, which Oscar winner plays Robert Ford? 
Casey Affleck. We got a tied ball game. It is tied. We're going to stick with Peggy to see if she can get herself the lead once again. In order to do so, she needs to get a three-pointer. This time, Denzel Washington will be the subject. That's right. Denzel Washington to possibly take a three-point lead, PG. Here's the question. Who plays Denzel's partner, Detective Jonesy? in the 1998 supernatural horror crime thriller, Fallen. Five, four, three. Repeat. First one. All right. Who plays Denzel Washington's partner, Detective Jonesy, in the 1998 supernatural horror crime thriller, Fallen? Four, three, two, one. Take a shot. Oh, oh, uh, I got nothing, honestly. I'm out of time. Sorry. Uh, Looking for John Goodman. Yeah, never would have John Goodman. A tough three-pointer goes by the wayside, and now we got a tied ball game. Two five-pointers left. And now we're going to bounce to Rick Raddis. It is a tie game at the moment, so Rick Raddis will have an opportunity to hit with his five-pointer. If he hits it, then it bounces back to Peggy. And he can win the game if she misses. However, if he misses and then Peggy hits, she wins. Or we can go to sudden death. So for Category 5, we have the Pixar movies. Pixar movies. It is. Those adorable Pixar movies. For five points. And a five-point lead. Your question. You'll find the voice talents of Steve Zahn and Anna Paquin in what Pixar film? Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. First one. All right. You'll find the voice talents of Steve Zahn and Anna Paquin in what Pixar film? Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. Second one. One JT will remains in the world of Pixar. You'll find the voice talents of Steve Zahn and Anna Paquin in what Pixar film? Five, four, three, two. Inside out. It's incorrect. Looking for. The good dinosaur. The good dinosaur is the answer. So here's where we stand at the moment. What a battle so far. PG can win the game here if she hit her five-pointer. If she does, she wins it. However, if she misses, we're going to sudden death. So we now get to category 11 for PG, Mark. And we're going to be talking about some movie quotes. Yes, we are. Movie quotes is the category. The question for five points to avoid overtime and to get the win. The question is, what film from director Oliver Stone has the following line? Life all comes down to a few moments. This is one of them. Five, four, three, two. Repeat. That's the second one. All right. What film from director Oliver Stone has the following line? Life comes down to a few moments. This is one of them. Five, four, three, Two. The doors. And we're going to sudden death, Mark. Wall Street. 
Walsh. Ah, okay. yep, 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 yep. Sudden death. It goes 17 17. We are going to sudden death. So, Mark, now that we have reached sudden death, we are going to again bring in the managers here to talk to their competitors before sudden death. We're going to get 30 seconds to uh, both managers to talk to their competitors. And this time we're going to start with. Well, I can give the rules first oh, if you right. like. Yes, please. Please do that. Please do that. The rule. There are still rules. It's sudden death, but there's still rules. Yes. Damn it. And it feels a lot like round number one, except there's much more pressure on you. Basically, we need that whiteboard and marker back. Please don't make it a permanent marker. That'd be weird. We're going to ask a question. You're going to try to write down your best attempt at an answer. You have 15 seconds to do so. The questions are asked to the field. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in sudden death. Each question's worth a point. That's not really the issue, unless you're keeping score along at home. The issue is that if both competitors get that question correct, we move on to a next question. If both competitors miss it, we move on to the next question. If one competitor hits it and the other misses, the correct answer or is declared the winner. All right, now... We will be going to the managers, and this time we'll be starting with Peggy and Kate Mullen. Okay, 30 seconds, starting now. Okay, great. So we have half the amount of time. Dude, doesn't none of it matters. I didn't know any of yours, including your two-pointer. Okay, you're doing amazing. Just listen. How exciting is this? Sudden death? We're, yep. You're in the big leagues, sis. You're in the big leagues. And listen, he's a formidable opponent. He's showing that. So just take your time. Do your best. You have got this Take those exhales. I love what I'm seeing from you, Peggy. You're really in. You are really in control of yourself and this match. Don't lose it. You got it. All right. Thank you to Kate. Now we're going to bring back the exchange. Thirty seconds right now. Told you, perseverance, buddy. We're there. You got one GAT rule. Use it if you need it. But let's finish this off on the first question here. We both need. We both got a lot of stuff to do. Let's do it. This is the thing. The Finstock what Exchange, we steal the show. Everybody's talking oh, about sudden death. The next match, we're keeping you fools up till 3 in the morning. Let's go. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't need Kate calling me at 3 in the morning anymore either. So, Five seconds. Let's get it. Let's finish it off. All right. Stay strong. Perseverance, Move. buddy. Diamond Move. hands. Laser eyes. And now we're going to be back, Peggy. All right, Mark. So our competitors are here. We start with Rager. Are you ready? Rager's ready. PG, are you ready? Let's do this. All right. Here we go. Sudden death. And we start with this question here. All right. Halle Berry plays the comic book movie character Aurora, O-R-O-R-O, Monroe, who is better known as what? Reminder to the fans watching. No answers, obviously, in the chat. And no categories are given to the competitors in sudden death. Five, four, three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up. We start with the Rager. Storm. And Peggy? Glad I changed it last minute. Storm. Both correct. All right. So now we get to question number two, Mark. And that is as follows. What 1984 teen comedy marked John Hughes's directorial debut. It's just that extra little something of not letting them in on the category. Just yep. maybe buys an extra second of thinking time. Four, three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up, please. Start with Peggy. 16 candles. And Rager. 16 candles. Both correct. All right, keep on moving on. Keep on moving on. This is question three. Question three, here it is. In what film does Jim Carrey play the character of Joel Barish, a man dealing with a painful breakup? Neither rookie seems phased by sudden death. It's only intensified their focus and ability, it appears. So far, we'll find out five. Four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, and Rager. That would be Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Peggy. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Both correct. That's question three. Now we're going to get to question four here. Mark, question 
both competitors, both competitors here are battling it out, wanting this win. Here we go. All right. All right. Your next question. Again, possibly for the win. <coughs> Who plays Father Theodore, a Russian Orthodox priest in the 12 chairs? That's Ooh. Theodore, F-Y-O-D-O-R. Mel Brooks movies making a stand here. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up. Peggy. Didn't get arrow to Anthony Hopkins. And Rager. Gene Wilder. No, they're both wrong. Dom Dilly. Oh, God. Looking for Dom. <laughs> You're nasty, Ellis. You're Deluise. nasty. Dom Deloise. So. So now we move to the next question in sudden death. And man, they are working it here in this undercard. And now we go to your next question. In which live action Disney film will you find a planet known as Barsoom and the character of Princess Deja Thoris? I mean, we're turning up the heat on these questions and they're not blinking by it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to find out here in five, four, three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up. Rager. Running out of ink here. John Carter. And Peggy. I was thorough. And you're the winner. Ladies and gentlemen. Rick the Ranger does it in sudden. Yes, sir. Gets it with John Carter with a 20 battling PG to the last second there. Six questions or five questions into sudden death by the skin of their teeth. They do it, but they do it nonetheless. All right, congratulations to the... Just seems like they just keep getting it done, Mark. We're going to move you guys on over. You'll be talking to Jen Sturger, who is unfortunately going to have to speak to both of you two lunatics. All right. I mean, that was something. That was something. I mean, the Rager looked like he was done for going into that third round. But, you know, he stayed in it. He stayed in the pocket, and he was able to take care of it in sudden death. But PG, PG looked solid. It just that was that was one of those matches. Two good rookies just going head to head. They lived up to the billing we gave them at the top of the show, Christian, because they're two very exciting rookies to watch. They have loads of town in a variety of movie trivia categories, and that was on full display tonight with PG getting out to the lead. Intimidating triple R at some points, it seemed like. But then sudden death, it was back and forth, zigging and zagging, and it ended up being Radis who got the win on a tough pull that Peggy couldn't quite have. But both rookies really adjudicating themselves well. Both factions have got to be thrilled with their draft choices. Yeah, it is, absolutely. But it is another two points for the Finstock Exchange, who is trying to catch up there to the, um, excuse me, the, uh, what the, what the who, who are the dungeon? There you go. That's yeah. that's name. Thank it's you. Forgivable. Uh, so we are going to throw it to Jen right now, who is standing by with the Finstock Exchange. Jen, maybe your brain's working better than mine. Christian, I would say it is, but uh, given my current interview subjects i can't imagine that lasting long gentlemen congratulations on your victory today and the only time john carter has ever mattered uh period um how are you feeling well look you know it's not a minus one but we can't get those all the time this was this shows the toughness of the finstock exchange this man's back was against the wall and look look first off peggy played a fantastic game mm -hmm. really good stuff but, you know, like we said, get her to rule five. That's exactly what we wanted to do. OT will take the win. Rager has perseverance, he has toughness, and he has the intestinal fortitude of the every, just like everybody else in the Finstock Exchange. And we just keep winning. Other teams keep losing, we just keep winning. Radis, do you feel like you've kind of found your stride now in the league, you know, after your second match? 
Absolutely. I mean, this is the time to prove if you belong in the club, right? Everybody's looking at the rookies and they're going, oh, it's rookies versus rookies. Not a big deal. A win doesn't mean much. I just went 2-0. I just did that. And, I, and, and it's true. I did it against Peggy Gummins, who is no slouch. All right? Look, I talked my trash. I had my fun. But clearly, Peggy Gummins knows how to play because we didn't get a TKO on her. All right? Because that's how we do it in this game. We didn't do that tonight. So, yeah, I got my stride. I didn't do it once. I did it twice. I'm going to keep doing it again and again and again. Also, Jen, why haven't you followed me back yet? What's going on? Yeah, that's... Oh, you know, I've just been really busy. Yeah. Too busy mm. to hit a single button. <laughs> um, But I, I have to ask you, going into sudden death, you had to be a little bit nervous, especially because that face mask is only supposed to be on for like 10 minutes. You know that, right? Yeah, quite frankly, the biggest relief I have right now is I get to wash this stuff off my face. My, my my pores are clogged, and I was afraid that would be a disadvantage going into sudden death my first time up to plate there. But uh, look, I kept, I kept the calm composure. I kept the diamond hand strong, kept the laser eyes sharp, and we persevered. And, and, you know, like you said, John Carter ain't done much for big Ricky Rage in life, but tonight he did a lot for him. So I appreciate mm -hmm. you, John. Thank you, John. Sure so um where do we go from here gentlemen well we just keep winning i mean look we we got our eyes on the prize you know uh diamond hands laser eyes ain't for nothing here give that me a winning. name dagnino that means give winning. me a name where do we go i mean we'll see we'll take it we'll play anybody i mean you know what i'd love to get a chance at uh maybe frankie alvarez to uh you know kind of uh you know, get the Loomis, get Loomis back here, uh, take him out because he should have lost that match as well. Plus, we own the usual suspects his life. You know, I got Sam Levine calling me every single second the other day, calling me saying, hey, please don't show up for matches anymore. I was like, Sam, that, that's not that's not the way it works. I'm pretty you sure know? he was just asking when his Uber Eats was going to get there, Tom. Uh, but he still. said something about the geeks and geeks. He was going to sign a bunch of uh, DVDs and stuff. I was like, look, man, come on. Rager, how do you feel about this uh, Alvarez matchup, potentially? This is beautiful. Gucci, you read my mind. Look, they call that freak of nature, an animal. Look at me. My ears are pointed and my fangs are sharp. I want to taste blood and I want vengeance from my good, sweet brother Lomas, who's never hurt a soul in his life. He's delivered him, but he ain't ever hurt him. And I don't appreciate how Frankie Alvarez treated him. I'm going to show him what that's like. Let's go. That's my call out. That's my challenge. Let's go. You saw what I can do. Maybe you can go 2-0 first. Maybe you can earn the privilege to face Ricky Rage. But once you're there, let's talk, kid. Sure. Just promise the next time you show up, it will not be wearing that headband. All right? Cool. Congratulations, gentlemen. See you next time. Always. Jen. Poor Jen. I mean, she really looks like... I, I get a text every time. Like, please, please no. But... Nonetheless, Exchange does it again. They win again. Uh, and the Rager is now 2-0. He calls out Frankie Alvarez. Alvarez at 1-0. He's, he's got an upcoming match. Uh, it hasn't, I think it's, I don't know if it's been released. I don't know, but he's got an upcoming match. We'll have to see if that even, uh, how he does before that can potentially happen. But either way, Radis getting himself to 2-0. He is one of the first rookies to do that. But PG and the Den, they can't be upset about this at all because PG, as Kate said, was playing phenomenally. You see those those first match jitters are gone. This is a competitor. This is somebody who's here to stay for the long haul. And I'll say this about the Finstock Exchange. I brought up your beloved New York Knicks earlier. Finstock has them playing like that because they're playing for each other more than themselves. And as soon as it's over, it's talking about the faction and how proud the faction is. And now calling out Alvarez, defending the honor of a fellow brother of the Finstock Exchange. It really seems like this is an all for one, one for all Musketeers kind of troop. But then you go to what Kate Mulligan, who's got to be disappointed in the result, but not in her competitor, because PG only showed more than she did in her win previously. And I think that she put the rest of the league on notice that that was not some fluke. She's here to stay. Absolutely. And we're going to hear probably just that in a moment as we now throw to Jen Sturger, who is with Kate and PG. Oh, PG, our own Charlotte Flair. Oh, my God. Wow. This this match, regardless of the outcome, was a statement match for you. And I hope that you realize that. And I'm sure your manager will echo that. Yeah. 
Curse you, Tim Riggins! Ah! <laughs> Much like most moviegoers, I have not seen John Carter, so those names were completely foreign to me. And hats off to Rager, he played a great game. But yeah, I'm glad I stepped up my game from that first showing. And I'm, I'm proud of the way I play it. I, it didn't go my way in the end, but I'm still happy with my performance. I think that it's really good, though, that competitors, you know, especially this early in your career, get that exposure to what it feels like to be in a sudden death. So that way, if it comes down to, say, a title match or, you know, a number one contender match and you're faced with that kind of, you know, situation, you kind of already know how it feels. You get those jitters out of the way and it's like old hat at that point. Don't you agree, yeah. Kate? A hundred percent. First of all, real quick, Jen, I know you'll be honest with me. Something I noticed yeah. is Gucci's ears are completely <laughs> below his eyes. That's my ears are. That's not how mine are, right? I've his never diamond even, ears and his, his laser ears, lips. His ears are like his ears. Well, are maybe like mine are too, Kate. Really, this is a really hard time to be pointing out these kind of flaws in myself. No, look at you. Whatever. Yours are, <laughs> I just, I just need to know that I don't look as okay. Good. Whew. <laughs> Because that was all I could look at. I got to tell you, the way I feel right now is what it would be as if Peggy had won. And maybe that makes me a terrible manager. Maybe I should only care about the W's and the L's. But I got to tell you, I feel like she totally won today because she played, she outplayed herself in her first mm -hmm. match ever. And all we can ever hope for is improvement. She now knows what it feels like to be in the pocket. And that's exactly where she was. She had tough, I mean, listen, I, again, I don't know anything about anything, but like, you know, she was, these were great questions and they were hard. And like, you just, you can only know what you know. So yeah. to me, I, I honestly feel, I actually feel happier about this match with the loss than I do about the pre the prior match with the win. But and it does sting because it's against Gucci, correct? Well, I, but also my ears are in the right place, so I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Gucci, I'm unfazed. Do you know what I mean? My ears are where they're supposed to be. Absolutely. So. You know, ears aside, uh, PG, with this, you know, you're a little bit more battle tested now. Are there players out there that you're looking at that you have your eye on that you want to test yourself against now? I'm willing to go up against anyone. I do not fear anybody at this point. I know I am capable in this game. Bring on anybody. I'm willing to take the match. You know, he's taken out, you know, a few people from the fan leagues. I'm like, who do you think is going to take Rager down at this point? Oh, you better hope you don't run into Jacoby Bancroft, buddy. You better hope you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound of that. It's so great watching all of this young talent come up and to see just how well you guys not only know this game, but just how composed you are while playing it. Because I feel like that gameplay is the thing that tripped a lot of rookies up in the past. And it's like you've just stepped into this new world and essentially just been a rock star since you got here. And I plan on staying here for a long time. So I love it. that. I absolutely love that tough loss today, but we will yep. be seeing you again very, very soon. Very soon. All right. So PG, obviously, maybe not thrilled that she lost a match, but obviously when you go back and you look at the way she played from match one into this match, very different player, very different player. She was confident. She, look, she missed she missed a question or two, and, and she wasn't able to get it done in sudden death, but she played phenomenally, and I think she, we're going to see PG for quite a while here. It's The story is, though, Mark, it's, it's the exchange. For the people that I listen to the rundown every week, I don't just listen to it to see how they screwed up every week. I listen to it because I'm a genuine fan, and I listen to that show. I'm kidding. I listen to that show every week because I'm a fan of their show. I love what uh, what Frank and, and Brad do every week. Since the show started, I've been listening to that show. They were two of the proponents that said, what is the exchange doing? How did they draft? This is ridiculous. Two of many who said that. Dagnino is okay to be laughing at people right now from the way that they're playing. He, he really is, because this is yet another win for the exchange. He's had some tough pranks pulled on him this year. He's had a lot of people make fun of him. He's been the butt of a lot of jokes, but you got to hand it to the guy. He's put together a solid squad. And so as the Den licks their wounds from this match, which I don't think is going to take too long, they seem to be ready to go. I think you could probably tell Kate and Peggy that, hey, instead of this Star Wars headlining match, we're just going to put you in something else, and they would be raring to go. And so both of these factions, I think, have a lot of hope for the future. And that includes the rest of Season 8. That's right. And we are now going to get prepared. For the main event, and before we do, here are the standings at the moment. As you see now, the exchange picking up 
two more points here over the den and getting just a little closer to the dungeon. That is what happened. There we have the team's tournament. The team's tournament has also been going down. You speak of Rushmore. They won last week, and they're going to have another big match. I don't want to spoil it for everybody else, but if you saw the matches today, you know what happened on the team's match. But as cool as that is, as great as the tournaments will be, the Star Wars tournament, the team's tournament, all of that. I mentioned Star Wars. Mark, the main event is about to happen Andrew, the Hunter Dimolanta, the new king of the movie trivia showdown Star Wars division, tries to fight away the old king who's trying to get the crown back, Alex the Demon Damon. Look, after this match, Mark, where he had uh, last week against Kalinowski, he's coming back now to play in the Star Wars match where he built his name. I'm fired up. I can't wait to get going. It's my favorite movie franchise, arguably even better than the great Young Guns, Young Guns 2, and soon to be Young Guns 3. And that would be Star Wars, and these two fellas know just as much about Star Wars as anyone else in this or any other galaxy. But only one is going to end the evening with a belt around their shoulder or waist. Really depends on how you want to wear the belt. The bottom line is this. Christian and I are going to take a quick break, and then we're back with our main event. The Hunter versus the Demon. Could it be another 5150? It's about to get crazy. 